Hi guys, welcome to the Lioness Method. My name is Narissa Sue, and I am an integrated breakthrough coach. Um, and today we'll, we are gonna explore what it means to be a successful business owner, rebel leader, and change maker in the new world. You got into entrepreneurship to experience more freedom, fun, and fulfillment. And today we're gonna take a deep dive into how to expand your ability to receive more joy than you ever imagined and break through your current success ceiling. Uh, if you're with you're with us right now for episode number two of the Lioness Method, and I am so honored and excited to introduce you today, Carlos Duran. And Carlos is considered to be one of the most notorious spiritual gangsters alive today. When you want a life of raw authenticity, ultimate fulfillment, and mega wealth, Carlos Duran is the man you go see, offering you guidance based. On his unique blend of spiritual experience, entrepreneurial success, Carlos helps you break past all the mental and emotional BS that has been keeping you from living your truest and highest purpose. Carlos has opened the eyes of thousands of seekers who will want to define who they are by the quality of their actions, by the depth of their legacy, and not by the number of dollars in their bank account. Mega wealth is represented in the highest states of health and abundance for your mind, body, and soul. And Carlos Duran is not for everybody. If you prefer to live a lie or accept mediocre results, then run when you see him coming. His medicine is only for the brave and who are ready to tear down their own facade and embody the brilliance of who they really are. So no matter how much you have accomplished or acquired in your life, if you're not waking up every day in pure joy, ready to seize the day, but wish you were, and you're willing to strip out your ego to achieve the state of personal empowerment, then you are ready for Carlos Duran. Awesome. Oh my gosh. I love that introduction. That's amazing. Thank you so much for being here today, Carlos. Thank you, Riz. It was beautiful. <laughs> appreciate that. Thank you to everybody watching. May God bless you. May God has protect you. May every day be the absolute best day of your life. May you always know the love of your creator flowing through you and in you and all around you always. Thank you for this opportunity to share risks. Thank you, everybody listening or watching at home or wherever you are. May the light of abundance always shower you with grace. Beautiful. So, Carlos, I wanted to connect with you today um, on this on this platform to talk about entrepreneurship and the link to spirituality, because I have um, heard in the rumblings of um, not only working with my own clients as an integrated breakthrough coach, but within our beautiful community, uh, the community that uh, Taita has built, that you have built, um, that uh, people are really awakening to uh, the connection of having a strong spiritual foundation and the success that it can bring not only in their life but in their business so i wanted to just have an exploratory conversation with you today to talk about your own journey because i've just watched um i i've seen how you've grown i mean i love that i every time i open youtube now i hear your voice in the four visions commercial um and i know that you're doing some great things um with the magic foundation uh, fund that you're going to tell us about a little bit later um but what, um, what do you feel are the greatest links between spirituality and entrepreneurship? Wow. Uh, 
That's a, that's a loaded question right out of the gate. So the there's so much to say about that because as an entrepreneur, you have the opportunity to impact so much, whether you're a business, a solopreneur or an entrepreneur with three employees or 300 employees. Um, one of the greatest things, first of all, about being an entrepreneur is that you get to have a certain freedom over your time. Um, you have a freedom over how much money you want to make, over your ability to invest in yourself, to invest in your family, in your community, to impact the lives of those that work with you, your staff, the lives of your contractors, the lives of your clients. Uh, the ripple effect that an entrepreneur can create is massive, in my opinion. And I believe that a spiritual entrepreneur is very much... Uh, can carry the blessings and the richness of, of someone like King Solomon, uh, whether that richness manifests physically or spiritually, it, it, it's definitely there for the taking, it's there for the manifesting. I believe personally that when we put the creator first in our lives, when we put the creator first in our family, when we put the creator first in our community, when we put the creator first in our business, we can then begin to see the creator in ourselves, that, that divine essence, that, that particle of creation, as Teta Juanito says, that lives in all mm -hmm. of us. When we're able to seek, because uh, it's not always easy to see, but we seek that divinity within ourselves. We seek that divinity within others. We seek the divinity within the situation. We find that we have no problems, that problems don't exist. We only have opportunity, mm -hmm. opportunity for development, for expansion, to gain wisdom, to gain experience, to gain growth, to flourish. It's been my direct experience that as entrepreneurs or business professionals put God first, put that divine essence of the creator first in their lives, they really begin to achieve the ultimate fulfillment that I'm so fond of speaking of, which is this balance between your mind, body, and soul, where you begin to seek your highest design, your highest purpose, according to the will of the creator, and you begin to manifest the greatest version of your life possible. And I truly believe that the greatest version of your life is only possible when you walk hand in hand with the creator, when you have a daily practice of inviting the creator, that divine element of life, of creation, into the deepest chambers of your heart on a daily basis to practice love, compassion, forgiveness, acceptance, reconciliation, Taito Juanito calls these pillars, and these are the pillars that we can walk with. And as entrepreneurs, we get to choose how big we want our business to be. We get to choose what our business is, which means we get to choose how we impact the world around us. We get to choose the legacy and the inheritance that we leave for our children and for future generations of, of all those on the planet. And we also get a very important choice, what we do with with our profit the monetary profit the time profit the wisdom profit the network profit because there's a huge profit one of a great uh, indian elder a cacique a leader that i got to study with in costa rica for many years told me carlos the greatest investment you will ever make is in people and i have found that over the last 12 years or so since i learned that from him since i received that wisdom from him to be absolutely true so as an entrepreneur, we get to decide where we invest all the profits of our lives. 
and how those profits will create dividends, will multiply, and will create more bounty for the earth, more healing, more unity. And I believe inherently that that is the power of a spiritual entrepreneur. Oh my gosh, that was so beautifully said. Thank you for that explanation. And um, I think that that really encompasses so many different factors that you're that you're explaining about how it's all one full integration in our wholeness. Um, and um, my experience working with the medicine, which I know that we haven't even uh, gotten to that part of the conversation yet, uh, was I really was not an entrepreneur. I was not a business owner prior to working with the medicine. Um, and so would you be able to kind of expand on how uh, working with the medicine may open up that gift and may um, actually allow for an awakening to happen for people to really understand what their real true pur uh, purpose is? And I, I know that you said that we get to choose our business, but isn't it uh, also kind of true that our business kind of finds us <laughs> organically? Um, or is it truly um, a, a thing of choice? Like, and how did how did that relate to how you ended up on this path? That's a great, yeah, that's a great point. A, yeah, to not get overly philosophical, you're you're right. You know, there there is. Uh, so we'll start with this from a kabbalistic point of view your life is like a movie cineplex, right? And you walk into it mm -hmm. and there's 10 versions playing in the different theaters. Um, each version is a version of your life. The first the first studio or the first theater has the worst version possible. And at the end of the hole in the 10th theater, uh, there's the best version of your life possible. And in that sense, we have a choice. We can choose which version of our life we're gonna live in through the choices that we make, the seeds that we sow, the consequences that we carry out, or, or what we reap, you know, that then through that, through that application of free will, we can step into the greatest version of our life. I personally believe that there's a great design for each of us, that we each have a unique mission, a unique purpose in this world that is blanketed by love, by light, by passion and purpose. But this design is created by the great architect, the great yes. uh, most high, that divine God, that divine goddess, and the divine mystery that exists all in one, that from, from its womb and from its loins came forth creation. And so when we step into the greatest version of our life, you're right, it's it's already there. We're gonna, it, sometimes it feels like you chose it, but you're right, it chooses you because it's already there waiting for you to step into it. But along that line, you can always choose as well. There's, and there's a lot of great choices you can make that are wonderful choices. Um, but typically, as we step into that greatest version of our life, it will always naturally unfold before us, usually one step at a time. We usually don't get the whole playbook. You know, we don't even get the whole page ahead of time. We get like the next word, the next sentence or so. We're lucky the next paragraph. And we step into that. Now, plant really medicine, as you say, the medicine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, I said uh, the next word. What, what was that, Riz? or just our vision having just like the next word in the sentence sounds so accurate. Yeah, that's typically the way it plays out. That's the way, you know, yeah. uh, not just entrepreneurs, almost everyone that, that I have the opportunity to share with and work with, myself included, it's usually just the next word that you get. And you got to step into that word with faith and power 
and and sometimes you're fragile, but you take that step anyway in faith, and mm -hmm. from there the power springs forth. When it comes to plant medicine and business, um, the medicine as you called it, there's really, uh, as Taita Juanito explains, there's a canoe um, or there's a table in the celestial realm where all the plants dance, all the plants exist. And that's everything from the trees that you see behind me to mint leaves, to chamomile leaves, cinnamon trees, uh, kale, broccoli, Everything in nature is our brother and our sister. Everything in nature, um, as the grandparents explain, as Teta Juanito explains, they are our allies. They are there to help us come closer to creation. And unfortunately, in the game that we're playing, in the illusion that we're in, we, we have part of the game is set up where there's the illusion of separation between myself and myself. That's why we often at times feel disconnected from oneself. There's the illusion that I'm separated from you, and then there's the illusion that I'm separated from, from nature. But the plants are here to, to, to demask that illusion. They're here to peel it away and show us that we're really all one. So the entire kingdom, uh, the, the, the nature kingdom, the kingdom of, of nature, is, is medicine. You know, and, it's, and most of it is based around plants. Um, the animals um, the, are also medicine, the water, the mountains, the fire the wind, it's, it's all medicine. But bringing it back to plant medicine, there, there are those elements of the medicine, of plant medicine um, that are more readily available. And then there are those that are considered to be, uh, they call them teacher plants or master plants. Mm -hmm. And here we have plants such as cacao, such as Santa Maria, such as peyote, um, such as the, the sacred mushroom um, and, and ayahuasca or yahe which is the, the plant medicine that I mostly identify with and closely, uh, most closely work with. But any plant medicine, uh, depending on, on what's called to your heart, is an available tool, or as Taita Juanito says, they're, they're just one door to help you step in to alignment, to help you step into the present and disconnect from the past traumas, to help you live in passion. And Oops, I think. I think we might have lost a connection with Carlos just briefly. Um, he is uh, calling in from Costa Rica. So we'll just give him a moment just to uh, hop back on the line. But I absolutely love um, what uh, Carlos is sharing with us. He's not only a spiritual gangster, but he's been instrumental in my own healing process and been a spiritual mentor um, in, in my life, uh, working with some of these plant medicines. And so one of the reasons why I wanted to bring him on the podcast today uh, to have this conversation is just to have a broader conversation with business owners, rebel leaders, and change makers that are curious about different healing modalities um, and different ways to expand their consciousness um, and ability to really hold more energy uh, to grow their business and to thrive in their life. Because I think uh, what a lot of my clients are finding now is that we can't compartmentalize our lives anymore, especially, uh, you know, with this pandemic that's been happening uh, for uh, almost a year now, um, that there's no more compartmentalization. And the work that I do with uh, corporate uh, companies, which I, I still work in advertising, but I am working in a different capacity in the advertising world now. Um, you know, working in a coaching and facilitating uh, capacity, 
And what I'm finding is that people are starving. They're so hungry for that true connection. So the line between uh, business and spirituality is definitely uh, coming together. It's coming in. And as Carlos was talking about, we are one um, and there is this oneness that is happening. Uh, so is the oneness within us, you know. So uh, the modern entrepreneur or business owner um, knows that spirituality really needs to be the foundational practice of um, of continuing to grow um, personally, uh, professionally, being able to connect and serve with their clients and understanding that um, entrepreneurship and uh, owning a business is really a higher calling because that's truly what we are, are all here to do is to uh, to explore our gifts and to get our passion and purpose into alignment uh, so we can better serve the communities that we were sent here to work with. Um, so great. We are, um, again, just waiting for Carlos to hop back on. Here we go. And there he is. Beautiful. So yeah, so it is, it's definitely about integrating all of these different things and, and, and integrating uh, the way that we are connecting with our spirituality into our businesses and the way that we um, can really have a strong foundation uh, that will be unshakable because we all know of people that have built businesses and then burned out really quickly um, because they weren't able to support because they weren't able to support, um, it wasn't sustainable over time. All right, so Carlos is back with us. Hi, Carlos, welcome back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. It's, it's, I'm in the Colombian mountains and sometimes the internet plays tricks on you, but you know, <laughs> we're grateful just to have internet in the mountains. That alone is a huge accomplishment. So what, what I was saying about plant medicine Mm -hmm. uh, plant medicines, there's, they're, they're a doorway and there's many of them. And oftentimes we find that uh, us, th those of us in, in the business arena uh, are competitive to a degree. And that's, that's very positive. And we're looking for the edge to, to help us improve. Not always necessarily the edge against uh, uh, a fellow person in the industry, but just the edge within ourselves, much mm -hmm. like a golf player is always competing against him or herself. We're looking for that internal edge. But the experience isn't linear. However, plant medicines give us that edge. It's just not necessarily the way we expect. You know, sometimes we're looking for an edge in business, but what we need is an edge in, in our home life. Or mm -hmm. we need an edge to cut away from some of the limiting beliefs, the belief systems, that BS that has us attached or hooked to the past or reacting a certain program pattern. This one lady one time said this amazing thing to me. I said, well, how, how's your life been since you first drank plant medicine? And she said, Carlos, I keep waiting for a reaction that no longer comes. And that's <laughs> the most beautiful thing. When, when we no longer have to react the way that, you know, sometimes we even are acting out and we're observing ourselves like, that's not even what I wanna say or do, but we're, we're in that energy. And so plant medicine helps us release those traumas of the past, helps us break free of those binds that keep us stuck, keep us limited um, under, under a ceiling or enslaved to patterns. 
So, yeah, it's true. Plant medicines can give you visions or understanding or clarity for your business. Absolutely. But more, more likely, they will give you a cleansing of your emotions, a liberations of your trauma, and a clarity for your mind. They will make you calmer, more centered, a more loving, more compassionate, more aware, more empathetic person, even more clairvoyant, more connected to yourself, to your children, to your loved ones, to your employees. And, and this, this really, these elements are really what drives you forward as a business leader, as a thought leader, as a successful individual, because it's never about the amount of money that you're making. It's really about the, the amount of impact, positive impact that you're creating at any level, whether we see mm -hmm. it as big or small, it doesn't matter because the, the seed of, 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 of an oak tree is so tiny, yet ultimately over time, it will grow massively. And there's an amazing saying that I'm going to paraphrase about what a compassionate or wise individual is. And that's a person that plants seeds for trees, which fruit they will never harvest. But mm. we're planting those seeds knowing that we're leaving a better, more beautiful, more abundant field for the future, for other generations. And those are the kind of thoughts, the kind of frequencies that plant medicine puts you on, which really to me is the ultimate road to fulfillment. It is the ultimate road to success. I love that. Thank you for that explanation. Um, and that, that brings up another question. Um, one of the other things that I've heard, I've actually been on, have you heard of the, the app Clubhouse yet? <laughs> Carlos, have you heard of Clubhouse yet? I'm a little bit of a hard time hearing you, Riz. Oh, okay. Maybe this sound can tune in a little bit. Um, so I, I have been in conversation recently with a lot of entrepreneurs that are curious about working with plant medicine like ayahuasca and just psychedelics in general. Um, but one of the, the biggest misconceptions that I keep hearing is that plant medicine is a substance and that people are engaging with the substance kind of to like trip out or um, use it for other purposes. And, um, and I think that's a huge misnomer because um, as you began this conversation about entrepreneurship being a connection with our spirituality and our creator, um, you know, plant medicine is, is very much from, from what I understand from learning from you and from Taita and Mariah is that it's a tool for connection. Um, so what are your thoughts on that, on people that have uh, kind of this idea that plant medicine is just a substance that it's just a thing that people are doing that um yeah that you know it's it's a kind of a something that's being generalized or or kind of whitewashed in our culture right now because of its popularity yeah well you know first i have to say that if people are doing plant medicine as a fad or you know as a me too thing like you know i want to do it too i think that's awesome because they're ultimately doing <laughs> something that's going to improve their lives so mm -hmm. in that sense, that's great, right? I mean, they're not going to the pub, drinking down some beers or, you know, doing some shots, you know, or even, you know, worse things or, you know, they're not spending their time on, on I don't know, let's say exotic vacations, but, you know, the kids are back at home. And you, in other words, if you're doing plant medicine for whatever reason, the spirit of the plant is still going to work on you. It's still going to work with you. It's still going to bring you the fruit of its beauty, of its essence, of, of, its, of its heritage, of its purpose when, when it was first created. But when we go beyond that, uh, we find that in science, for example, they say that, oh, ayahuasca is a hallucinogen 
or that peyote is a hallucinogen or that the sacred mushroom is a hallucinogen. But this is a, a misconception. This is where we find that science has so much to catch up with spirituality because often uh, mm -hmm. science is spirituality explained in, in, in simple terms or in, or in uh, physical terms, material terms. But yet, because science is yet so young compared to the, the frequency of spirituality, the art of spirituality, um, we find that science oftentimes can misclassify things. Because when you're connected to a sacred plant, what you're seeing is not a hallucinate, you know, it's not a, you're not hallucinating. Uh, mm -hmm. When if you see pink elephants fly, you're hallucinating, you know, because there's there's no pink elephants and elephants don't fly. But you know, you're not <laughs> going to experience that with a plant yeah. medicine. You're going to mm -hmm. see things that are frequencies. They're manifestations of colors. They're manifestations of patterns. Uh, they're manifestations of nature, and at times even very clear visions about your life. And the thing is, you don't always see with plant medicines. Sometimes you hear, sometimes you feel, sometimes you receive a healing uh, without any visual effect whatsoever or a guidance or a counsel. Or sometimes the plant medicine takes you deep on a journey that you don't hear, feel, or see anything. But there's a mm -hmm. healing taking place in your ancestral line. There's a healing taking place in your past lives. There's a healing taking place in your childhood from memories that you suppressed and maybe don't even remember. Um, so plant medicine it, and, and the addiction aspect is also very curious. You know, people say, oh, what if I get addicted to plant medicine? I don't know anyone that's addicted to plant medicine. Yeah. A lot of people are addicted to the positive results that it brings. You know, is that a bad thing? No, it, it's not. You know, everything done in balance everything done with with the intention of bringing more harmony to your life is a good thing it's a very positive thing uh even Taita Juanita will tell you you know he he's been he's been working with with yahe which is a type of ayahuasca since he was about four or six years old and he's approximately 37 now and before every ceremony before he drinks his cup he thinks about it do I really want to go through this again you know the taste is often bitter and earthy the oftentimes we purge the trauma or the, the stuck emotions. We go to the bathroom a lot. And, and more often than not, there's times of great physical uh, discomfort. So th these aren't party elements. These aren't party drugs. Uh, you know, th there is a celestial party that takes place. And after you go through the bitter process, the sweetness comes in. Mm -hmm. And there's a heart opening experience. There's a mind expanding connection to the universe, to the oneness of everything, which brings richness into your life. But I've never met anyone that was addicted to plant medicine um, or wanted to get addicted to it. Most definitely, I think we get addicted to the positive results. But again, shouldn't we be addicted to love? I mean, isn't that the ultimate high to, to be in love with myself and with everything around me? Beautiful. Yes, exactly. And I love that you bring up the the addiction part of it, because actually one of the experiences that I had personally was I, I studied when I was deep in my own addiction. Uh, I studied different ways to heal myself. And I, I actually found Dr. Gabor Mate's work um, and then Dr. Joe Dispenza. Um, and then I ended up finding Rhythmia. And that's um, eventually how I ended up meeting you and Taita. And, and the whole team. 
Um, and I, I know myself included, my literally numerous, like uh, numerous people that have been healed um, from their addictions that have been able to uh, be in recovery from that point on working with the medicine. So, uh, so I think that it, it's such a beautiful explanation that you just gave us as far as, you know, building a relationship uh, with the spirit that's going to work through our life in, in every sense of the word. Um, and that we learn very quickly that it's it's a uh, it's definitely a journey that's often messy, um, but very rewarding and so beautiful. And uh, and I think I'd also love to add that it's so much fun. You know, the end the reward part is so beautiful and fun and joyous. Uh, I think I I personally had never experienced joy at that depth in my life I, because I think I was so closed off. Um, and it expanded my capacity to actually receive more joy, receive love in a way that I'd never felt uh, in my life. Uh, so I just, I think that the work you do is, is so needed and so beautiful right now. And I think that every you know business owner um, or just human being that is looking for a rapid transformation, they look for, they want real change in their life, that this could be a real vehicle for that. And I know a lot of people are, are really curious about it right now because there's a lot a lot of people talking about it wherever I go. Um, so I love that we're having this timely conversation about um, you know how it could really benefit people. So, I, I think it's important to inject at this point that that the the ceremony itself is only the beginning of the healing. It's only the beginning of of the transformation. Let's call it baggage, whatever baggage you're carrying around with you, right? Whether it's a, a physical dis-ease or an addiction or something that you hide behind or a reaction or a type of pattern that you typically respond in that's not producing the best results in your life, whatever that, that baggage, that monkey on your back is. When we come to the plant medicine, when we come to the ceremonies, we're liberated of that baggage. But then we have, uh, as Teto Juanito so beautifully explains, the other 50% of the work, mm -hmm. which is, for example, I'll just use cigarettes. Uh, you know, I come to uh, one or two or three ceremonies and my desire to smoke cigarettes is gone. The reason, the emptiness that I had that I was filling with, with that draw of the cigarette is gone and now I'm fulfilled. But now I have to continue to do the work uh, on two parts. I have, to, I have to bring into my life the positive environment, the positive thoughts. I have to continue to feed my mind, my body, and my soul with edification, with things that uplift me. And then I have to put into practice those changes, the, that those actions that create true change. You know, and then it's my choice if I smoke a cigarette again or not. You know, it's not the if I go back and smoke cigarettes, it's not because the plant medicine didn't work. It's because I chose mm -hmm. to go back to that. If I'm liberated from the past and I choose to revisit the past, that's on me. That's not on the plant medicine. And it's so important to do that work that begins to manifest internally and externally the gifts that you receive during a ceremony. And again, changing our habits, changing our thoughts, our words. As the, the great Taita Loriano once said, to think beautiful, to speak beautiful, and to act beautiful, and you will live a beautiful life. And so the plant medicine and the ceremony releases the baggage that we can then choose through free will to think beautiful, speak beautiful, and act beautiful to manifest a beautiful life. 
Thank you. I love that. And it, and you've inspired so much of the work that I do now as an integrated breakthrough coach, because it really was based on exploring for myself that other 50% and what that work really meant for me. And then after I had done that work, um, how to translate it uh, into success for other people to allow them to have breakthroughs and to continue on with that 50 other 50% journey, which is basically that, you know, our brains are our master computers. And just as easily as, you know, we're downloaded information, um, we can we can quickly delete things and rearrange it in a way that makes life much easier yeah. for us. And um, and our ability to accomplish success quicker and have the results that we want becomes a lot, uh, a lot more successful. So um, I just, I love everything that you're saying and, and all the value that you're bringing to everybody listening right now about um, just what, what this could possibly mean for their life and their business. Um, is there, is there anything else that you would recommend uh, out there? Like what, would be your top three tips for entrepreneurs right now or business owners right now, given that we're in a new world economy, we're in a new way of doing business. Um, and um, you, you and your partner are building this beautiful, impactful business uh, together that's impacting so many people. I'd love to hear from you what those tips would be. Uh, I, I'd love to share them. I don't know if I could get it down to three, but we'll we'll get them down <laughs> to three or five. Okay. One, one is your personal your one is your personal relationship with the creator. Um, that is for sure the absolute most important thing. To to every day speak with with God or whatever your your name for the creator is, if it's Allah, the Most High, whatever the name is, to have an intimate personal relationship with your creator and to every day go deeper into that. I would say to develop self-love. There's no point in having a successful business if you can't love yourself. The great teacher, Yeshua Ben Joseph, also known aka Jesus Christ, said, love your neighbor as you love yourself. So it, it starts with self. And I believe that relationship with God brings you into loving yourself. Uh, there's a mantra that I received that's helped me a lot with that that I'd like to share with you, which is, I am the love of my creator. I am my creator's love. I am love. Mm -hmm. And I no longer practice it daily, but for many years, that was a daily mantra of mine in some of the darkest moments of my life. Uh, the, the third thing that I would say, it's important to have an awareness of your environment. Uh, toxic environments will destabilize no matter how great your success becomes in the material world, uh, a toxic environment at home, a toxic environment at work, or a toxic environment in your social settings, that toxicity will seep and will infect uh, with, with venomous poison uh, all aspects, all areas of your life and will destabilize and, and crumble. Uh, toxic environments are very much akin to building a castle over sand it will, no matter how big and beautiful the castle is, it will eventually fall when the, when the sands shift. So that, that's really important to have an awareness of our environment. And the ways that I like to address environment are one through spiritual practice. Uh, that's really important. Also by seeking, like yourself, risk, seeking professionals that can help you integrate, that can help you gain an outside perspective, because I believe one of the worst things that we can have as entrepreneurs is so much success 
that we get the Midas disease, you know, where we think everything we touch is going to turn to gold and we're always right no matter what. And that really blinds us and that cuts us off from flourishing and from thriving. So I believe bringing in other professionals, other consultants into your environment and putting to practice what guidance you're paying for usually, right? I mean, you usually end up paying for this guidance. So you might as well put it to practice and test it and see how it works for you. See how that 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 guidance, if it if it if it produces benefit in your life, if it calls into your heart, you know, you take what works and you leave behind what doesn't. But whether it's through books, through online courses, through one-on-one coaching, like what you offer, Riss, which by the way, I highly recommend Riss. She I have seen her apply her discipline and I have seen as a master craftswoman how she has honed her life like, like a fine quartz. Um, also, I believe that we have to work with things such as acceptance, forgiveness, and reconciliation. No matter what, we're always going to have, at times, there's going to be a river of shit that flows and shows up at your doorstep. How are you going to deal with it? You know, is it just going to be a river of shit? Oh, my God, shit's everywhere. Or you're going to say, oh, wait a minute, there's fertilizer showing up. I can take this and fertilize my life with it and have a whole new field of prosperity flourish before me. So perspective on, on how how we deal with things is very important. And I believe that acceptance, reconciliation, forgiveness, and gratitude are the four key things that help us create a winning perspective in life, a perspective of, of fulfillment, of joy. Because no, no matter what you're thinking of me right now or how you see me or all the things you may see about me on YouTube or interviews, I always like to tell people that there's moments in my life when, when the ground is moving, when I'm being tested you know, where I have to dodge and move and, and really call deep into that tool bag of ancestral wisdom that accompanied me. I have to call on my pillars and my allies and my guides to give me wisdom because I really can't see the moment, but I can feel that faith in my heart. But that faith in my heart is developed as, as, as a result of all the previous steps that I, that I mentioned. Also having purpose for your business. I think that's really important. What's, what's the purpose of my business? You know, uh, how does my business impact the lives of my employees, the lives of my clients? And really like one thing that we're doing now at Four Visions Market is we're looking a lot at the ecological impact. We're looking at the containers that we use, at the shipping material that we're using. And we're, we're, we're coming more into an alignment with our philosophy in that sense, more eco-friendly packaging. Uh, but that's just one aspect, you know, uh, three months from now, we might be reviewing how we're impacting our employees. And three months from now, from there, we may be reviewing how we're impacting the lives of our clients. And uh, we work with indigenous tribes. And that that one's always under constant microscopic observation. How are we serving the indigenous communities that provide goods for us, that provide art and spiritual tools? And how are we remunerating them financially? How are we supporting them mentally, physically? Uh, sharing the spotlight with them. Uh, a good example, for uh, for example, Kuntanawa Nation recently had a big water conservation project and we did everything we could to promote that. We brought them online. We had fundraising events. Um, another big part, I believe, of spiritual entrepreneurship for success, um, I said the books, the online, the mentors, the coaches, giving tithing, having, uh, for us, we, we have a, a big dynamic way. I mean, most of our income, literally goes back about 60 to 70% goes back to these indigenous communities. But tithing is very important, at least giving 10% of your of your personal income 
and your your company's uh, net profit, um, giving that away to to charities or to projects or to individuals that you believe in and just donating that without anything in return directly because the remuneration for you will come through other avenues, through other connections, through other opportunities. And finally, faith. Faith is something that, that you build on and there are gonna come moments where you're gonna be tested. Uh, again, to, to go back to the Bible, there's this character named Job. And Job was said to be one of the richest dudes around, you know, thousands of heads of cattle and wife and land and it, everything died. You know, everything, his whole life just basically vanished before him. And he said, you know what, God, it doesn't matter. I'm sticking with you. And God said, you know what? You're a man of faith. I'm going to multiply onto you everything that was taken away from you. And, and why does that happen? It happens because your soul and the universe doesn't care about the car or the house, even though it's good. It's good to live in comfort and luxury. The universe lives in abundance. You know, trees just waste fruit all the time. Water runs through the river and it never stops. The river's never trying to hoard the water and keep it back. And trees aren't trying to keep their fruit. They just let that go and let that multiply. However, what, what purpose we have for our prosperity, how we use our, our, our gain, how we give that back to the world determines a lot of how we receive and how we're able to grow. Because again, to me, a successful entrepreneur isn't just about the dollars. It isn't about the sales and the size of the enterprise. It's about the quality of life that you're living, the quality of life that you're supporting to create, and the purpose, the passion behind your business, what it's doing for others, for the environment, and for yourself. So I, I, I think that that's pretty much a, a really good summary. And that last part, faith, is really important because that's what the universe cares about. How deep can you go in your personal relationship with the creator? Because that's how the universe measures success, by the amount of light and love that you're able to radiate from within. Mm. That's, so, that's so profound. I love that so much, Carlos. And you're, you're a man of, of much wisdom because you have worked with people from all walks of life at this point, from the very upper echelon of a society to just our general everyday person. So I love your perspective, having been somebody that's literally worked with thousands of people at this point um, and as a man of faith um, for, for what you do. Uh, and so much of what you're saying just reminds me that, um, you know, as a as an entrepreneur, uh, you know, I think or as a human being, I think we're taught that true strength comes from being able to carry the burden of pain throughout our life. And as an entrepreneur and as a, a, a spiritual being, as we evolve, we come into a knowingness that uh, the real strength is in letting go of that pain. So we can make space for all the beautiful things that you just described, all the abundance, the fulfillment, the joy. Uh, and it's all got to be based on a foundation of faith. So um, I hope that kind of summarizes. I agree that. with you. Thank you. Yeah, that's beautiful. And, you know, the thing about wisdom is so funny. I don't consider myself to be a spiritual being or enlightened. Mm -hmm. uh, I just consider myself to be a dude on a path that's seeking to fulfill his greatest purpose and design according to the will of the creator. And I had a great mentor, his name was Gary Halbert, the first true soul warrior uh, that I ever met uh, besides my mom. And he said to me, wisdom, wisdom is the amount of scars on your head and the amount of broken teeth that you have in your mouth that you gain through experience. And so that yeah. it's an interesting thing, you know, wisdom, 
you know, uh, but you know, it, 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 these are these are times also of sweetness. There, there is a sweetness that's being born that maybe we're not seeing yet, or but it's there. And in this sweetness, there's there's a new type of wisdom where we don't have to suffer as much. We don't have to be in that pain. Uh, I truly believe that we're coming into a time where the pain we're going to realize was just an unfinished rock or an unfinished piece of wood or a blank canvas with paints that we get to design, we get to craft into a beautiful masterpiece and then put on a mantle and say, that there, that's my badge. You know, for me personally, one of the greatest badges in my life is having been raped as a child. That that pain is no longer there, but the the artwork that that's created, the empathy, the connection, the understanding, the story that that allows me to share and connect with other people and help them take that pain and transform it to art. I'm proud of that. I'm grateful for that. Um, and even even there's a great teaching that's coming out now about forgiveness that we're going to reach a point where we realize there was nothing to forgive to begin with, that it was a mirror. It was an opportunity. And in many cases, it was a karmic event that we created in this life or in a past life that we now get to come and experience and complete and cleanse. So, so all that becomes a very beautiful experience on, on our collective and individual journey. It's beautiful. Thank you. Now I hear what you're saying is that our, our pain or our abusers become our teachers and our became, our pain becomes our lesson yeah. and the strength that we build our life on. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, word. That's truth. Um, so I know that you are, I know we're coming up on an hour here. I want to be really mindful of your time. I've just absolutely loved this conversation. It, it's just uh, such a, so much fun to have this conversation with you today. Um, but I'd love to hear more about what you're working on uh, with Four Visions. And then you also have uh, the Magic Funds. Uh, so can you tell us a little bit more about your yeah. work? Yeah, I'd be happy to. So the, the first thing that I want to shout out is Finca Ambiwasi, uh, Finca Ambiwasi, which is the house of healing. This is, uh, <laughs> this is a retreat center for plant medicine and holistic healing that Taita Juanito has set up uh, in the mountains of Colombia, not too far from where I'm sitting right now. And you can learn more about that at Finca, F-I-N-C-A, Ambiwasi, A-M-B-I-W-A-S-I.com. And I'm sure Riss will put it in the notes somewhere for you. And there you can learn about Taita Juanito, about the, the types of, the many types of modalities that we use here to inspire and support healing. And of course, the plant medicine journeys that we offer. Um, another wonderful project that I am proud to be a part of is fourvisionsmarket.com, where we bridge your front door to the Amazonian spiritual tools that your path requires. And that's a living biosphere. We work with indigenous communities, in indigenous healers, uh, indigenous artisans. We work uh, with female cooperatives that, that uh, have women that come from indigenous backgrounds that had abusive relationships. And we have an amazing worldwide tribe uh, like yourself, Riss, of Four Vision Market supporters and lovers. And this is our tribe. And collectively, we, we share a path. You know, and something that I want to say about the path is that, you know, plant medicine may not be your spiritual path, much like yoga is not my spiritual path. But it's a supplement that I use to support. I use yoga to support my path. I use breath work from time to time to support my path. 
and, and you know, I use healthy eating, but I'm not a nutritionist. So you can come to plant medicine once in your life, uh, once a year, once every five years, and use it as a, as a spiritual oil change, so to speak. And what we do at Four Visions Market is we bridge spiritual art and spiritual tools. We give indigenous communities a platform where they can really profit from their culture, from their art, and share it with the world in a way that allows them to take pride of ownership in their culture. It allows the younger generations to, to receive income because a lot of people don't realize how deep into the Amazon the industrial world has reached. And indigenous people, unless they're very, very deep, I'm talking about three, four, five days deep in the jungle, need an income. They, 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 they want their children to go to school. They want their children to learn about technology. They need to buy clothes. Uh, they need to buy, sometimes they need to buy food. Uh-oh. Did we lose sound? <laughs> I'm here in the mountains and they're doing construction. So sometimes there's a lot of there's a lot of trucks passing by. And that's another example, right? Where I'm part of an indigenous community here, but we're building mm. and we need building supplies. Um, we recently worked with an indigenous community to help build a cultural center where they're teaching dance, language, and healing traditions to the children. So all that requires income. And if they don't have a way to sustain themselves, to really thrive, not just survive from their knowledge, from their culture, from their craft, then they have to go find jobs in industry like the oil industry or the mining industry uh, where, where they're just simply exploited and their land is exploited. And nobody wants that. They don't want that. We don't want that. So when someone buys from Four Visions, they're not buying a product. They're connecting to a biosphere. They're connecting to an entire network. And they're bringing home spiritual tools and spiritual art that's going to impact their lives and impact the lives of the people that they share it with. And that's what we do here at Four Visions Market. We, we bridge the Amazon with, with the Western and, and create a, a meeting ground in the middle to share, to learn, and to grow. And, and we like to think that we're one feather in that great Hopi prophecy where the condor and the eagle meet, that we're one strand of light frequency in that great prophecy where the next generation are the rainbow people and we come together to share light and beauty in the world. The other project that I'm very proud to be part of is Magic Fund. Uh, the website is magicfundamazon.com. And I'll there we have direct action projects. We Thank you so much. We There we take the money that's donated. And unlike most uh, companies, we don't take the 10% for the projects and keep 90% for administrative costs. Not at all. Up until now, Magic Fund has been a purely volunteer basis. Uh, the money that we've paid, for example, is for web hosting and web design, minimal amounts. The, the vast majority of the money that we take in is directly applied to the projects that we have. We work with three to four projects at a time to make sure everything is concentrated and brought to fruition and completion. So if you feel in your heart like you want to donate $10,000 or $5,000 or $1,000 or $100 or $15 to a project that supports the Amazon, feel free to check out magicfundamazon.com. And if it resonates with you, drop a few dollars in there to support the projects that we're working on. Again, there's direct action projects. We don't go through third parties. We go, we work directly with community leaders. They tell us what they need, what, what they want to work on, and we put it together and make it happen. You know, and real quick, you know, you mentioned Rhythmia. I want to give Rhythmia a shout out, rhythmia.com. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Rhythmia is an amazing place. 
that gives you the comfort of the Western world. They have Western doctors there on site. It is, uh, uh, again, Western comfort, luxuri luxurious rooms, uh, medical staff. Uh, they have an amazing uh, uh, COVID screening that on site allows you to have a pre-COVID experience. And they have a meeting ground where, where Western medicine and Western comfort meets the ancestral path. So if coming deep to the jungle or into Colombia is not your step right now, Rhythmia is a great first step to get introduced to the plant medicine and receive that wonderful healing experience. Oh, definitely. Rhythmia is so beautiful. I, um, for all of our, our listeners, and if you're curious about working with plant medicine, it's a, just like Carlos was describing, it's basically a, a five-star experience in Costa Rica um, yeah. for a uh, for yeah. uh, spiritual wellness, you know, the food is amazing. And yeah. really, it's also about the community. Yeah. Um, when I first started on this journey, and I arrived um, at Rhythmia, um, I had no, I did not have a community uh, that supported um, the wellness at the level that I had, uh, that I have today. And the community that I have today is, is very much from that family from Rhythmia, and then you know, meeting like-minded people um, in in Los Angeles and basically all over the world now. It's an absolutely uh, beautiful yeah. experience worldwide. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what I want to share, Riz, before we go, is one mm -hmm. having tools at your disposal is really important. Um, the internet is a highly undervalued tool today. There, there are so many free online courses, uh, uh, speeches. Uh, segments of speeches, podcasts, like what you're putting out, Riz, which I congratulate you. It is so beautiful that, that in your heart was born this platform. Uh, also, for example, at fourvisionsmarket.com, under online courses, there's a free course that I had the blessing of putting together. It's called How to Achieve Ultimate Fulfillment, and that's free, and you can catch it at fourvisionsmarket.com. You took it live, actually. You took it when, when it was live. I did, yeah. yeah. You were there all the way. Yeah, you're, you're a true alumni of the course. you know. Mm -hmm. And now over a 1,000 people have taken the course, and, and two people didn't like it. One of them didn't think it was what they wanted, and the other one just honestly didn't like the course. But, you know, I'll, I'll take I'll take two out of a 1,000 plus. You know, it's okay. You know, so more than likely, it's for you as well, and you can check it out for free. <laughs> Yeah, that's I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it every day of the year. You know, if I could have that success with my marketing, you know, we'd all be unbelievable. Um, and, and before we go, I just want to share with you that, that you're watching this or listening to this. I don't know where you are right now, but I know that you and I are riding the same rock across the cosmos. We're on this planet Earth. And I want to tell you that I came up from a very difficult background. I came up and I was able to flourish because God was there for me. And I realized that if God was there for me, God is there for everybody. No one gets left out. So Amen. I want to inspire you to find God within yourself more and more. I want to inspire you to share God with others and to find God in every moment and in everything that you do. I want you to know that no matter how dark it is, light does exist and the creator does love you and the creator will never abandon its creation. You have never been alone and you will never be alone. The forces and elements of nature have always and will always be with you. The love of the angels and the spirit guides have always and will always be with you. The strength and wisdom of your ancestors will always be with you. 
when we go far back enough to the source of origins, we're one, we're one family, we're one race, as Teta Juanito says, seeking to learn and speak the language of love. And that's all we ever have to do is work to cultivate love for self and love for life. I challenge you to be an inspiration for yourself and to share that inspiration with others. The world is full of tools. You just have to find the ones that fit best in your hand and work them. Because when, as they say, when, when you work the plan, the plan works. And the creator has a plan in the works for you. You are worthy. You deserve love. You deserve the absolute best of everything you desire for the greatest purpose of your life. And I love you. And the creator loves you. And everything is here. The whole world was created just for you. You truly are the center of light. You truly are the center of the universe. Those aren't just words. I've lived it. I have felt it. I was a person that lived in destitute, spiritual darkness. And I had a lot of physical wealth at the time. And yet I had nothing. And when I found nothing, I discovered everything. Again, it's not poetic words. It's the truth. So if you can step into the plant medicine, if you can step into breath work, if you can step into yoga, and if you don't know what to do, find Riss, reach out to her. But I'm telling you, when you reach out, the hand of God is already going to be there waiting for you. And I invite you that we celebrate life together always, that every day be the absolute best day of our collective existence. My gosh, you're just speaking words right into my heart. And I know that that hit so many people just right where it needed to right now. Thank you, Brother Carlos. That was beautiful. Oh, my um, and, my and in that tone, I would love also um, to invite you guys who are listening right now to join the Breathwork Circle. I offer as my love offering to the community a Breathwork Circle every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, I'll drop the link, but if you go to breathewithris.com, you can sign up uh, for any Wednesday or every Wednesday and bring some friends because you'll learn there how to really not only integrate your experience, but just to work with the breath as a way to expand your consciousness, expand your ability to be more, to do more, and to show up in a way that makes you feel really, really good uh, in a healthy way. So I just want to thank Carlos so much for coming on, spending this time with us and just really sharing from your heart. And uh, and thank you for listening, you guys, for staying with us all at this time. And uh, until next time, I'll say goodbye. And thank you so much, Carlos. Be well. <laughs> God bless and God is protect always. All the best. Much love. Mm -hmm.